Hey, welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Friends, since I can talk to her in a friendly manner, 
I'll talk a little. I'll talk a little bit about Rhonda. So, but let's give a little backstory, Rhonda. You started out in theater. You were very young. Yes, I did. I, I I started out in in theater. Well, I I wanted to play Wendy in my kindergarten production of Peter Pan. So, <laughs> but it, it goes as far back as that. But uh, when I went to um, high school, I was the director of the youth drama program of the National Conference of Christians and Jews. We went around to different organizations and schools and did presentations. And uh, when I was in college, I uh, was a sociology major with a minor in um, theater, And in my last year, I switched to a performing arts major with sociology as my minor, and I went on to uh, not just act, but direct and also do puppetry. I I was taught puppetry by Jim Henson and Frank Oz, the creators of The Muppets. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and that's how I got the opportunity actually to be on Saturday Night Live as a Muppeteer. Uh, on on that show, which uh, some people don't even realize that the Muppets were a part of that show when when it began. But I have a um, a, a checkered I have a checkered past in 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 the entertainment industry, and and I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh yeah, no, it's great. It's great that you were um, starting out so early and uh, getting yeah. things done on yeah. top of it, and. Uh, and, Somehow uh, I, I, I fell into I comedy. And, oh, what were you going to say? I said I had no idea that you were a sociology major. Yeah, yeah. That was very and, interesting. Well, that's why I end up, you know, saying so many uh, ridiculous things around politics and, and getting caught up in uh, in, in social yes, issues because John of that background. You're on Joe Fugelsang's show, too, as well. Yes, I do. I do John's show every Monday. It's Tall, Dark, and Handsome Monday on Sirius XM. Uh, He comes on uh, now in the evening, so it's on Sirius XM Progress after dark. And uh, John Fugelsang is a political comedian, and his show is called Tell Me Everything. And I love that I contribute every Monday. But speaking of the politics, I was just asked to, uh, I have just joined on as a contributor to Politipod. It's a political uh, podcast that you will hopefully find funny uh, around politics and governance and, and, and a bit more. It comes out every Wednesday on SoundCloud. So, you know, I, I do get a little bit of that sociology background into my performance as a, a stand-up comedian and writer. I had no idea that that was your major. All the Isn't time. That a, I, and, and you, you know, we've known major. each other for decades, and that's what I love about long-lasting friendships because there's always something new to learn. I always learn something new whenever I'm with you, Nancy, you know, from telling me <laughs> what, what to put in my bathtub to, you know, how to, how to fix <laughs> – how, how to fix a leaky faucet? You you have experience in everything, but but uh, yeah yeah my my background is you know is in sociology, and I was actually um, team leaders in in a lot of um, organizations like the Panel of Americans and the National Conference of Christians and Jews, trying to work for social justice. Yeah yeah. 
Wow, no wonder you're so smart. <laughs> I think it's very funny because now the tie-in too is is kind of great because I've never really heard you do, you know, um, political. But when I say political, like people get uh, didactic about it, and but you're not like that. You'll make a social no. comment. Now that that's, yes, yeah. exactly. You, so you'll you make a so social right. joke. Yes, yes, because I I think when you become didactic and when or pedantic, you can turn people off. Whereas what I love about comedy is that laughing actually opens people up. It opens them up physically, and and then you sneak your joke in there while they're laughing at you and 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 listening to you, and you get your point across without without being overbearing. Yeah, and hammering it home, which makes it so great that you you transition. Now we worked together doing uh, improvisation at the First Amendment, but oh, and it was delightful. <laughs> and you, but you transitioned into stand-up comedy, and when yes. you you when I say transitioned, means something different now. But when you transitioned into stand-up comedy, that was not a big wide field for women of color. It wasn't you a big white field for women, period. It really was yeah, not. Period uh, at all. Uh, yeah, and uh, and it was, it was challenging. It was rough, but I got to tell you, Nancy, it was very exciting because I was passed at the original Catch a Rising Star and at the original Improv, and that was the time when comedy was becoming uh, uh, a a force of nature. And anybody, as you know, from, you know, Robin Williams, David Brenner, uh, you know, Chris Rock, uh, Colin Elaine Quinn. Busler, uh, Elaine Boozler. Elaine yeah. yeah, all everybody was, was coming through there. And, um, and, and it, was very, it was very exciting. It was very exciting. And it was tough. And uh, and I have to tell you, you know, someone was uh, interviewing me and asked, you know, is is it women's time now in comedy? And my answer, Nancy, is that it's always women's time. It is always our time. And and unfortunately, you know, sometimes people in the society or people who are not forward thinking don't recognize it. But I remember even. You mentioned in passing, uh, you know, that we did improv together in the previous century. And, Nancy, you were actually the, the, the energy and the engine behind the onstage performances, you know, that we did. And I was always so, <laughs> so impressed with your wit, you know, your being so quick, but always also being so supportive because improv is the kind of thing where you have to, you have to work together, you know, versus the stand-up comedy where you know you're it's you and the mic you know uh versus the audience but um but women have always you know been out here and it just depends on how much the society is going to appreciate and recognize them you know moms mainly is is one of my my favorites and uh, oh yeah and, she was amazing yeah and, and she was quite and, the character too but she did it in such a way where she made fun of herself and society but then she made you think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you were laughing. Absolutely. Going, oh, I'm laughing. Why am I laughing? And you go, oh, yeah. wait a minute. She's, mm-hmm. not, she's not making fun of herself. She's making fun of the way we think of her. 
yes, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, but you know, I've I've had you know other influences. I've always admired the style and bite of Joan Rivers, and I had the pleasure of being the movie reviewer on her show when she had a talk show that originated here in New York City. And uh, so I have, you know, always she has always had a special place in my in my heart. Also because we both worked the Catskills a lot. I I really honed my teeth. <laughs> In the Catskill Mountains, you know, working all of those resorts and hotels, you know, like the Concord and the Villa Roma, and and even the and even the bungalow colonies up there. So, uh, <laughs> I uh, I have yeah. I have a I have a little bit of. Uh, and you opened of, uh, for a lot of the great people too. Talk about the people you opened for. Oh, oh, Nancy, the the experience I had of opening for magnificent people like Smokey Robinson, Aretha Franklin, James Brown. I toured two and a half years opening Anita Baker's show. I worked with Diana Ross opening her show several times. I mean, this is the cream of the crop, you know, as far as music is concerned. And I will be forever indebted and and hold those as highlights of my career. Oh, yeah, that's great. That, um, you know, I mean, mean, what what an opportunity you had to perform for all those people, all those, you know, that's really something. I mean, they took me to great venues, like I worked at Radio City Music Hall. You just imagine how I felt walking down Avenue wow. of the Americas, and I see my name on the marquee of of Radio oh, City Music man. Hall. Oh, you have a picture of that? I hope uh, you have the picture of that somewhere. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I have a picture of it on a cup that a, that a friend gave to me, too. Yes, I do. I have a picture of it, and, and I have such wonderful memories of working at Constitution Hall, and I mean, uh, and and um, Boston. Oh my Commons. God! Listen, Rhonda, you've got to post that picture. You've got to post that picture of oh, your name yeah. on Radio City. Yeah, you must I, post I, that. That is so awesome. I can't even imagine. The fact is that Radio City it seats two thousand people. Well, you know, actually, it's it's more than that in the thousands. And I got to tell you, Nancy, you know how it is when the audience is laughing at you to feel those waves rolling down from the balconies. And I mean, and and it's just it's just incredible, absolutely incredible. I, you know, I have to say that I have been absolutely blessed. I have been very fortunate for uh, a lot of my experiences in in the industry. And and that's not oh, even yeah, talking definitely. about the directing that I do. You know that I also direct a, a lot of theater. <laughs> that's right. Wait a minute. Not <laughs> yeah. just direct, award-winning director. Uh, yeah. Award-winning uh, yes. director. Yes. yes, I have. And I wasn't have one been... of your shows just? Didn't one of your shows just receive an award? Yeah. Oh uh, yes, an, an oh, yes. yes. Which one was that? Yes, that was American Captives. A, a very good friend actually helped me name that show, American Captives. It's about Sandra Bland and Lena Baker, uh, black women who were caught up in the uh, the justice system, the the the, ju- the judicial system, and were and were killed uh, for uh, either at the hands of the system or because they were. Uh, accused whether they were guilty or not of of crimes. Uh, Connie Winston wrote that piece that I helped her develop, and she won Best Actress in the United Solo Artists Festival.
Festival on Theater Row. Wow. And I am just so proud of her because the work was great and I it was a great experience to direct her and help her direct and help her develop the project. But some of the other things that uh, I've worked on have been awarded Adelco Awards. I did an ensemble piece, an all male ensemble piece that got um best ensemble cast of the Adelco Awards and then I was given a uh, Board of Directors Award from the Adelcos for um, for my uh, for my work for, in theater, and then just recently, the Fulton Foundation in Brooklyn gave me an award for um, interdisciplinary artistic achievement in my lifetime. And I, I mean, <laughs> I've been you know wow. I'm, being, I'm being recognized and uh, and to and and to be. Um, recognized by my peers is is a great honor. It really is a great honor. Rhonda, I have to say, I'm finding out all this stuff. You're the most humble comedian I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> well, you crazy. you know people you're you know and you, you're not the first person to say that to me. But you know when I go into some place now, Nancy, and I start talking about some of the stuff that I've done, the gatekeepers and the people who are bookers sometimes have no idea who I'm talking about or who. I'm referencing they don't you know a lot of these people don't know the kind of impact working in the cat skills you know what what's that that's like or working in in Atlantic City you know night after night with you know that kind of crowd or working in a bungalow colony you know up <laughs> upstate all of these different experiences they may not even be aware of a lot of people are are so focused on the digital life on you know what's going on in social media that um <clears throat> Excuse me. If I mention somebody that I've worked with, they really may not be aware of their impact, you know. And you know, James James Brown has been dead for a little while here now, and <laughs> so it's not. No, it it's may true. not. No, it's true. It's true that when when you go to talk about it, it's like who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. It's it's a certain demographic know, but... that can appreciate the 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 breadth and depth. Uh, of my my experiences in the entertainment industry, I totally understand. Even when and and as you know, because we've done so much over the years, and I'm doing my resume, I take things off because I said no one will know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> if I was on yeah. a TV show, I go, no one will know. They weren't even born when the show was well, on. Well, well, that's that's really <laughs> it. Because when I was at Catch a Rising Star, when I would go into that club, there were TV producers in there almost every single night. And I have to tell you, Nancy, I was either on television or radio every month. You know, we, you know, every I would I did a show that was hosted by Pat Sajak. You, you, you know, and and all <laughs> kinds of comedy shows that. You you know comedy shows that were coming up and and uh and and people really have no idea that those things existed you know oh yeah i mean uh the the uh, tv shows that i was on are uh, you know no one who, if i said oh yeah david Suskind gave us his uh, a whole hour twice yes. on a tv yes. show yeah that was so great and he go, and he was a major <laughs> voice in 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 New York uh, uh, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, you know, yeah, I, I I what I do love is that I get a chance to deal with newer comics and see newer comics. You know, I love comedy. I actually I actually do love comedy, and uh, when I can, I like to to support other comics. 
<coughs> Excuse me, I which got a little cold. Which brings us there. up to an upcoming show. Now, take a sip of uh, tea. Uh, yeah. Which brings us up to an upcoming show that I am involved in as well. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm so about excited it, about this because the Tribeca Performing Arts Center is a fantastic, beautiful venue. Uh, in Lower Manhattan, right off the West Side Highway. And I have acted there. I performed there in a musical. And I have also been part of their Writers in Performance lab. They have a lab where that you can come and work on anything that you want, absolutely anything that you want, and have it presented in a showcase. And uh, and they asked me if I would like to bring a, a comedy show there. And I said, uh, absolutely. And I wanted to invite people who I liked, which is why you're on the show, <laughs> and people who were very funny, which is another reason why you're on the show, and people who, when I'm sitting <laughs> in the club, I laugh out loud at them. People like Shelly Coleman, who is also on WFUV, she's a radio personality, and she also has her own uh, monthly show in Brooklyn. And Dara Jamat is a uh, sought-after hostess. She is a great MC. She has a great energy, and, and folks love her, and she's incredibly funny. Uh, and and Robin Montague is a veteran who has written for or or toured with Paul Mooney, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. I mean the the top of the line and written for so many television shows. And uh, the first time I actually worked with her in person, I literally fell out laughing and I just couldn't stop. And I love that when I when I see these women who are just so talented, you know, I I I just wonder who started that myth that women weren't funny because it is a myth. And and Women's History Month is funny at Tribeca Performing Arts Center on March 6, 8 p.m., Rhonda Handsome and Friends, an evening of stand-up comedy, which includes you, my my dear longtime pal, Nancy <laughs> Lombardo. And you are you have extensive writing credits, but not only do you have extensive <laughs> writing credits and are great on stage, but you you know you you are so supportive of new comics. I've seen you you know just you know suggest one word to people you know that can actually change <laughs> the impact of their of their set, and uh, and I and that's a wonderful quality in you, and uh, and another reason why uh, I'm so glad that you know you were available to do this show on uh, Friday night, March March 6th at the uh, oh, Tribeca I'm, Performing I'm Arts so. Center. You know, and people oh, it's can a great call. theater, people, everyone. Oh, wait. Yeah, what's the website? People can call for tickets. They can call 212-220-1460. I'll repeat that. 212 212-220-1460. Zero, or they can go online at TribecaPack.org. That's T-R-I-B-E-C-A-P-A-C.org. And if they use the code COMEDY, they get a deep discount, a deep discount if they use the code Ooh. COMEDY when they go use on the, the website, <laughs> TribecaPack.org, www.TribecaPack.org. 
org and uh, comedy will get you a discount to see all these fabulous women making you laugh and making you think and 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 loving the whole experience. <laughs> oh yeah, and and not only that's a beautiful theater, and oh, this yeah. is part of the This is is, is this a benefit? I, no, it, no, it's 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 part of their events. They have wonderful cultural events. And when people go to the website, they'll see some of the other groups that they have, a wonderful uh, roster of talent and entertainment there. And I just felt honored that they asked me to uh, curate this show of comedians oh, no, for it's, it's Women's a, History Month. It's a great Month. night of talent. And also I might say as a director, Rhonda has skillfully directed many of my shows. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> and I've enjoyed that. Them. I really have enjoyed and where, that. Where, and also say your website, Rhonda. Say your oh, website. Oh, my so website people want to find is... Out more or book you. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. RhondaHandsome.com. Um, <coughs> excuse hang, me. Hang That's, in there, Rhonda. I'll talk. You take a second. I'm, I'm hanging <laughs> yes, in. Rhonda, yeah. Rhonda it's Handsome. Handsome. H-A-N. H-A-N. S O M E. I was giving yes. you a chance to get to get Thank a you. It does. It yes. ends in me. There's no D in handsome. But I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Rhonda Handsome. I'm on Instagram Rhonda Full R H O N D A F U L L, and uh, you know Twitter and on Facebook I post. Everything at Rhonda Handsome Comedy. Rhonda Handsome Comedy. People can go there and see, you know, when I'm doing a show with you right across from your house at Otto's <laughs> on 14th Street or when when I'm doing something at a big venue like the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. So if they go to, if they're on Facebook and go to Rhonda Handsome Comedy, they'll see all my information and be reminded that every Monday I'm on with John Fugel saying uh, on Sirius XM Progress and also get notices about Politipod, which goes up every Wednesday, and uh, and I'm a contributor to that um, that comedy political podcast. Oh my gosh, Rhonda! I can't believe it. Can you believe we're down to the last three minutes of the show? That's oh amazing. my goodness! Well, oh. <laughs> here I've known you all these years, and I found out all this award-winning stuff. RhondaHandsome.com. You guys got to see us March sixth at the Tribeca Theater. We'll say it again, Tribeca. The Tribeca Performing Arts Center. Yes, Tribeca Pack. Oh, it's Tribeca? right there in. In the borough of Manhattan Community College uh, campus, it's it's part of the campus that's right off the West Side Highway at Chambers Street, and uh, the the theaters there are beautiful. The 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 staff there, the teachers are just wonderful, and they offer so many experiences for artists. It's just fantastic, and people will not be disappointed with a roster of people like Shelley Coleman. Dara Jamat, Robin Montague, their hosts, your you, Nancy Lombardo. Everybody. All of these people are friends of Rhonda Handsome. That's handsome like a handsome man without the D. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrific, Rhonda. I want to oh. thank you today for taking time out. I know you've, you've been under the weather, but what an interesting show, everyone. I hope uh, I'm going to share this again. It stays up online. You can listen to it again. But who knew 
the Rhonda Hanson. I think that's going to be your next uh, show, the no, Rhonda the Hanson. No, the Rhonda Hanson. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate the shout-out. I really thank do. Thank you. you so much. And thank you for being a guest on today's show. Oh, Rhonda, that's terrific stuff. I look forward to performing with you. It's coming up. She's a fellow friar, by the way, on top of everything. The list goes on and on. It's like the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, (laughs) It never ends. Anyway, so come see our show. It's going to be fantastic. The Tribeca Performing Arts Center. Just go to their website and get your tickets today. And uh, thanks again. And I'm going to go out on a little uh, slang here, Rhonda. Thank you again. This is What's the Buzz New York. And now, 10 rip-roaring 20 slang terms due for a comeback. Lombardo. Legs. Specifically, a lady. Get a load of them gams on Louise. Her legs are like the stock market. They go up, 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 and up forever. Bifflicated. Drunk. We got bifflicated at the gin joint and wisely invested all of our money in the stock market, whose roaring performance will surely continue to the 30s, 40s, and 50s. The cat's meow, a person or thing that is extremely excellent. America's economic performance is the cat's meow, I tell ya. Giggle water. Any drink with alcohol. Oh, God, I just lost everything. I'm ruined. I need me a giggle water, and quick. Dewdropper, a young unemployed man who sleeps all day. What malarkey. Now everyone will think I'm a no-good lollygagging dewdropper. Applesauce, an expletive. There are no jobs anywhere, and the trouble boys must be zapped. Oh, applesauce. Clam, money. How many clams can I get for selling my blood? I've got a whole trench coat covered in this stuff right here. Big sleep, death. Make my own big sleep. It sounds crazy, but I have nothing left to lose. No one's onions. To be well informed on a subject matter. This FDR fella sure seems to know one's onions. I'm sure he'll turn the economy around liggity split. Ducky. All right. This new deal sure is ducky. And now that everyone recognizes the wisdom of long-term economic planning, the economy will be ducky forever. <laughs> All right. That ends our show. On the what a terrific guest. Check us out. Try that up performing arts. There now. Big kiss, bye bye. Nancy Barner with What's the Buzz New York. Love you.